Welcome back to Church Chats, where we talk with our friends about faith, church, and life. And we're back with Matt Britt. Thanks for being here again. Yeah. I want to talk about youth ministries a little more. Okay. Um, you and I are, I feel like, kindred spirits uh, since we met. We both like uh, guitars a mm-hmm. lot, which we'll get into later. We'll talk about our guitar obsession. Um, but also, um, immediately, having having been a youth minister uh for 10 years, um, I gravitated toward you and Kat pretty quickly when I first got here. Um, but I really respect the way that y'all set up your youth ministry. Oh, thanks. Um, really the model of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up, well not grew up, but my, my two full-time jobs as a, a youth minister were in, I wouldn't call it rural, but it's not downtown, it's more what did you call it? Oh, like neighborhood Na- or like yeah, suburb yeah, yeah. churches? Neighborhood yeah. churches, um, suburb churches, where I'm the only full-time staff member on the youth ministry staff. And I always felt like, okay, I, I've got to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, and so to have my hands in everything, I have to be at every event. I have to be at, um, you know, I have to have programming down correctly. I have to teach every Bible study, all of that. Um, but the way y'all have set it up here and with a youth with a youth group this large, a youth ministry this large, and you've got more, um, you've got more people. I mean, you've got more volunteers, you've got more staff, you've got more kids. Um, you do have to delegate it out a little bit. Um, in theory. In theory. <laughs> so yeah, talk, talk a little bit about, about that. You've got, how, how many people are on the youth staff now? So full-time, we have um, a full-time admin named Mirta. She's mm-hmm. great. Um, and then we've got two full-time youth ministries program staff who help with all things programming mm-hmm. and uh, the kind of like upfront stuff with kids. Um, and then me as the director, also gotcha. full-time. So four full-time. Um, over the summer, we've got a summer intern who's mm-hmm. full-time, but no school year intern. So it's kind of like, oh, we have some part-time staff around, um, just depending on what we need in a given year. So, and you you recently took over as director of student ministries. Yeah, about a year, ago. a year ago. Um, how's that change worked out? Like, as far as like, how's your job different than it used to be? And how's... I like it less. You like it? <laughs> no, it's yeah. honestly, it's fine. So the biggest shift, like the into being the director is more of the kind of like bigger church stuff, which I was doing a lot of anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I'm a big systems thinker. And so for me, like it's easier to work inside of the larger thing when I feel like I have a better understanding of the whole thing. See, and so, yeah. um, you know, I was already doing a fair amount of that. It's more paperwork and things like that. You know, I didn't have to write the budget before, but like, yeah. so it's some stuff that's like that that's like fun. less fun, but mm-hmm. honestly it's fine. Um, most of it's the same. Um, the team's really great. They're all um, incredibly valuable. We had a new person who just started with us who will be taking over for um, Evan, who's rolling off of our staff at the end of the summer. He and August are moving back to the Bay Area mm-hmm. um, where they both did seminary because they've got some opportunities out there. And so um, Reverend Rebecca Davis, who's a ordained DOC clergy person, um, awesome. wants to be in full-time youth ministry. And so she saw our posting on um, progressive youth ministry um, <laughs> and applied. And we're really excited to have her on our staff too. And um, Claire Mano, who's a former youth of this place, um, grew up here, um, spent a lot of time here, volunteered here when she was in college, interned here for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I brought her on as full-time staff uh, because Claire's great, and mm-hmm. I needed somebody who had a level of institutional knowledge that sure. oh, yeah. um, I did not. So um, the team's really great. It makes things 
really easy um, when you've got good people you know you can trust. So, and how's the so as far as I don't want to say delegating, but like how how you choose like who does what, and I mean because there's I, I think about the amount of high schools that are represented at this church is vast, right? So I mean, significant, yeah. Like I'm I'm thinking, you know, I was the youth minister at Alito UMC for seven, six, seven years, and there's one high school there. Uh, there's one high school's games you have to go to, correct? And one high school's concert, one middle school, one graduation, and yeah, it's yeah. not one here. Yeah. So how do you? How do you do that? Hey, because because one of the things about the model of youth ministry y'all are all about is showing up, and, yeah. and which is one thing that I just I really respect because I, I do think it makes such a huge difference in just showing up, being a part of students' lives. You know, mm-hmm. um, so how, how do you make that work? Uh, a careful balance of uh, spontaneity and scheduling. Um, so at the beginning of every semester, um, we do a big push with both students and families of like, send us your schedule, send us your schedule, send us your schedule. If you send us your schedule, we will do everything we can to make sure we get at least one of your things on our calendar. Um, we try and make sure we get like, if you invite us to something or send us your schedule, we're going to go to something. And so then we sit down once we have most of those in and just basically are like, okay, if we're gonna cap it as like, we're doing two events a week, which is what I try and do because people deserve to have a life. Um, and like, I have a kid now, so I can't be gone that many nights a week. Um, <laughs> so like, okay, we're gonna try and schedule that out. And then on weeks where we only have one, if a kid on Sunday is like, hey, can you come to a game on Tuesday? We'll look and if it works, like right. one of us will do our best to be there. Right. Um, and so it's kind of a balance. It's like we try and plan as much as we can in advance. And um, I'm a big Outlook calendar user with our team. Mm-hmm. And so everything's on shared calendars here. And it's yeah. like, okay, Claire and Evan are doing this event. But if I click on their calendar, I see that like, oh, on Friday they're doing this. And so if I'm doing something else, they can see that too. And so it's some of that and some of the like, you know, we work with teenagers. Sure. They don't plan ahead that well. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> they don't? <laughs> um, and so there's times where it's like, I've said, send us your schedule every Sunday for four weeks. And then they're like, oh, I have a game tomorrow. Can you come? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Let me look at my calendar and my family calendar and talk to my wife. And I will right. do my best to be there. Or yeah. like one of us will try and be there. Um, yeah, because a big part of what we do is showing up. And part of that's like, you know, when you've got one kind of neighborhood or one suburb mm-hmm. that you're working with, um, you've got one set of schedules you're also balancing. Like yeah. Alito ISD has stuff going on during these times or whatever. And so if you're scheduling midweek programming, you kind of know like, all right, they don't have Wednesdays, which is normally the day that it is, where there's much going on so we can do Wednesday night programming. Mm-hmm. Man, we're like all yeah. over the place. And right. we've got public schools and private schools and charter schools. And we got people that are driving in from outside school districts mm-hmm. and like families as far as like Mansfield and wow. North Richland Hills and some families that come in from like Alito or Weatherford. Mm-hmm. Like we're all over the place. Oh, yeah. And so for us, part of the like, our normal programming is going to kid events. Like it is that showing up because we know if we try and get you to come to downtown during rush hour traffic, it's just not gonna happen for a lot of families. You got, you're picking up from school or from practice and you gotta eat and then you gotta get here. It's just like, it's just not gonna work. And so instead of being like, okay, you come to us, we go to you. Um, And that we, that's part of our programming for us is that like, okay, instead of doing midweek programming, we're doing kid events every week um, with a few weeks here and there where there's Mm -hmm. just 
a, a like a dull week. There's not much going on. And then weeks like the two weeks before Christmas break, where it's like <laughs> everybody has choir concerts and band concerts and right. plays and end of basketball season and graduation football playoffs and just like happened. it's just yeah. graduation just happened. I did <laughs> graduation funeral party graduation <laughs> all in the span of like. 24 hours so sounds like a gauntlet yeah so there's like there's times <laughs> where it's like that but you know it's here and there yeah. and we get some downtime um not over the summer but sure here and there what's usually uh, march weirdly what's one of the weirdest events you've gone to because casey Ooh. came to one of my bell racing races once when i was in high school and oh, she said that racing, that was yeah. one of the weirdest ones that she's mm. been to <laughs> um yeah those are always the fun ones because like I love going to middle school volleyball games, but they're all the same. Um, <laughs> yeah. Worst events we go to are middle school orchestra. Oof, they're they're mm. tough. My parents know they're tough. Orchestra. It's Ooh. it's um, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I love those kids. They will get better. I they always <laughs> get better. Some of them will. You just mentioned that, and my head started to hurt. Yeah. yeah, you know that. You know that pain. Um, weirdest event? I don't know. Um, I've got to do a few like science fairs and stuff that have been fun. Um, just because like they don't come up that often. Yeah. I did, um, I didn't get to go, but a kid invited us to, um, it was basically a plant and wildlife classification competition where it was like, um, they just had all these like plants on a table and he walked around with a clipboard and had to basically like name all of these different species oh. of plants and animals and this is this type, he said there was a whole section on like dung, which feels weird, <laughs> but um, yeah, stuff like that. Um, one of the coolest ones we got to go to is one of our, this is a rising junior now, um, won a competition for composing a piece that was then performed by the Mansfield Orchestra. Whoa. And he and his co-composer cool. got to like go sit on stage while like this entire symphony performed a piece that they had written. That's crazy. Um, that is awesome. Like I still get like goosebumps thinking wow. about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some cool ones in there. I like the one-off ones. Mm -hmm. um, this year I get to do, so, just like in a lot of things, you know, you've got your football and whatever else. Um, kids will say like, oh, I'm doing this. And it always goes on like, I need to do that before you stop doing that thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so field hockey is one. Oh, Private schools around cool. here do field hockey. Um, but none of our kids that have played have ever invited us until this year. So I got to do field hockey. It was one of Ellie's first events that she went to with me. Um, so she like brought a car seat along with. Um, Perfect. And uh, this year, Fort Worth ISD, or I guess last year too, um, did their first couple of seasons of sanctioned girls flag football. And oh, had cool. one of our rising juniors who was um, playing flag football as part of like organized sports for Fort Worth ISD. And That's so we got awesome. to go to one of the early season games, which is good because then she got hurt and then didn't play. Oh. So um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, boys volleyball is now the next one up mm -hmm. there. Some of the private schools around here do that. And, I haven't gotten to do that yet, so I don't know. Eventually, we'll get to do this, but yeah, I, I would I would guess that that those the ones that aren't the norm, like like you said, like volleyball, orchestra, football. I mean, you've seen one, you've seen them all, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But not that you don't want to support the kids because it makes a difference. Like mm -hmm. Ali said, yeah, oh, for barrel racing and um, and Casey showing up to that. I mean, oh it, yeah, it, it made my day. Right, and so I mean that's part of why. 
youth ministry is so important. Yeah, and like that was how long ago, Allie? Like, oh, I was like 14, 15. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you still remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's 10 years, mm-hmm. 10 plus years. Yeah. Like, you know, kids still remember that you showed up for them. And, and for me, like the biggest part of that is like, no, I want to support you and you doing whatever the thing is that you love. And mm-hmm. like for some of our kids, it's football. For some of our kids, it's choir. For some of our kids, it's theater. For some of our kids, it's classifying plants and animals because <laughs> uh, he's now in college for like conservation. So like right. it's kind of his thing. And so, um, you know, getting to go be a part of a student's life and show up for them beyond just the like, okay, you're here on Sunday morning or you're on a trip or whatever it is. It's like, no, I care about you as a person, yeah. not just as a participant in whatever random thing I threw together for a Sunday. Right, right. Um, you know, it, it makes a difference and it matters. And, um, you know, it's the best part of this job. Like, yeah. I don't love sitting at a computer and answering emails for eight hours a week. It's got to get done. But like, you know. That's not why you're That's not why I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, you talk a lot about Recently, uh, I got to go on the uh, Revolution Weekend with y'all, which is every January, February. January, yeah. Yeah. Um, And you talked a lot on that retreat about the specialness of the Justin building. And something about it is just a different kind of place. Uh, Martin Leathers, a former youth minister here, that many of you all may know, um, he was the speaker. And one of the things that, uh, you know, bunch of us uh, before worship were talking about uh, was how he, he just said it's just such like community is such an important part of what the Justin is. Can, yeah. you, can you talk about the Justin and what makes this youth ministry so special? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the fun things over the last couple of years, Martin was our guest speaker last year and Casey Orr, who was, um, here before and a little bit with Martin um, was our speaker the year before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the real gifts of getting to have both of them back were there were people that really love this place, were invested in this place, um, and have moved on from this place and now can kind of reflect on what this place meant to them and what it was like and what's different from the context they're in now. And um, you get some of that benefits of like, you have some distance from a place, but like I don't yet. And Mm -hmm. so getting to talk to Martin and Casey has provided some like good kind of context of like, all right, I'm going to have these conversations with people who know this place the way that I know this place, but now who also have the benefit of like having taken a step back and kind of see the bigger picture. And one of the things that like Martin and I talked about um, during kind of like our debrief of Revolution Weekend um, was this idea that like, for a lot of churches, and it's not just a youth ministry thing, it's you know what we try and do with a lot of the stuff we do outside of worship on Sunday mornings, um, is we're trying to create community. That like we're trying to give people this experience of belonging, um, where they know that they're somewhere that they're wanted, they're accepted, that, um, that they're a part of. And one of the things that Martin and I kind of like kicking around landed on was like for the Justin, Community's not accidental. Mm-hmm. It's not a byproduct. It's not, oh, we're doing programming and we hope that community happens because of it. Community's foundational. Yeah. Like it all starts with community. Mm-hmm. It's all grounded in community. Community is the thing we do. And then everything else happens out of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's this really cool dynamic of like, it doesn't really matter what I do for programming. 
as long as the community's at the center. Mm -hmm. Like, my Sunday school lesson can be bad. It doesn't really matter as long as kids are getting this experience of community and belonging that is hard to come by. Right. Like, there's a reason why we're all searching for it. Yeah. Like, you know, even us as adults, we're searching for that place Mm -hmm. of belonging and meaning and identity. Um, And the justice is one of those places that provides it that opens its doors and says like, you as you are are welcome here. Like no questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, uh, one of our school year themes a couple of years ago was no matter what, like mm-hmm. this kind of idea being like, you are part of this no matter what. Like if, you hear, if you're here, if you show up, if you're one of the people that comes here and invests here and is part of this here, you are part of it. You belong here no matter what. And so um, at its core, that's what, I think makes the Justin special is that mm. it's this, I this idea, this feeling that like community is not a byproduct. It's not accidental. It's foundational, um, and everything starts and ends there. And so for things like high school mission trip, you know, honestly, this is going to come out after we're all done with high school mission trip. I'm sure it's going to go great. It's going to be lovely. Um, it is Thursday at 11:05. Um, we will do our first service site Monday at noon. And I don't have that information yet. <laughs> Our, the organization that we're there. working with has it's not sent me the service site information yet. I don't know where we're going to be on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. And honestly, it doesn't really matter. It's going to be okay. Like It works out. It works out. And, you know, this will be... Mm, I haven't counted mission trips in a while. I don't know, a lot. Um, and at least my fifth one here... Um, Because we didn't do them in 2020. So it's my fifth one here. Um, It's going to be fine. Like, we'll figure it out. Worst case scenario, we go spend an afternoon at a park or whatever. Like, it'll be fine. But the reason it doesn't matter isn't because I know we'll be able to come up with things on the fly. It's because if kids leave that experience, having found this belonging in a place of community that sees them and knows them and loves them for exactly who they are, and they leave feeling like, I am part of this and we made a difference here and bring that back with them. That's the ball game yep. that they know they have a place that they can come and that they are safe and they're wanted and they're loved. Like at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it'll work out. It'll be fine. I'm sure high school mission trips going to be great. Um, it was great. I'm just going to say it now. It was great. Um, <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, as long as that's the end goal and we are, everything we're doing is in that to that end, we'll be fine. Well, one thing um, I I would say too, uh, just about the Justin, uh, my wife and I met in the Justin in, in, in youth. We met in high school, that's where uh, we met. And I'll send you this picture after the fact, but there's, when we first came back uh, and started leading music at the gathering, um, we just started there, but uh, Kat led us into the, the mm-hmm. youth building. And so I've got this picture of Taylor and I on the stage in the youth building and now, and then yeah. like 18 years ago, yeah. like the, the, sa- the same picture. Um, and it's, there is something special about it. There is something, uh, you know, here, my friend David, uh, who we graduated uh, together from the, the youth group um, in, in the Justin. I mean, he, he and his daughter attend this, this uh, the gathering every Sunday, I give him a big hug. Um, there's something about the community that still sticks with you. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's something, it, 
it, it's hard to explain unless you you experience it that you've yeah. been over there and that you understand that so um, I think we're going to take a little break and we'll jump back in uh, in just a minute uh, in a bit we're going to talk about guitars and playing music and bands and maybe we are the band we need to talk about we are the oh, band yeah. your legacy oh yeah well y'all named it after well, long after you I started left. it but long after we left it was you you it's called we are the band is the name of the band so you say we are we are the band yeah it's great it's awesome yeah it's awesome so we'll, we'll be back in just a bit and we'll talk a little bit more have some fun with that see you soon <laughs> 